Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. A short message for grown-ups. Looking for more calming entertainment at sleep time? Subscribe to Sleep Tight Premium and get access to our complete back catalog of interruption-free bedtime stories, guided meditations, sleep sounds, and sleep music. And special shout-outs for the kids. Visit sleeptightpremium.com to begin your free trial. A link can be found in our show notes. Thank you. The Spindle, the Shuttle, and the Needle. There was once a girl whose father and mother died while she was still a little child. All alone in a small house at the end of the village lived her grandmother, who supported herself by spinning, weaving, and sewing. The old woman took the child to live with her, kept her to her work, and educated her in all that is good. When the girl was 15, the old woman became ill. She called the child to her bedside and said, Dear daughter, I feel my end drawing near. I leave you the little house which will protect you from wind and weather and my spindle, shuttle, and needle with which you can earn your bread. Then she laid her hands on the girl's head, blessed her, and said, Only preserve the love of God in your heart and all will go well with you. Thereupon she closed her eyes. And when she was laid in the earth, the maiden followed the coffin, weeping bitterly, and paid her the last mark of respect. And now the maiden lived quite alone in the little house, and was industrious, and spun, wove, and sewed, and the blessing of the good old woman was on all that she did. It seemed as if the flax in the room increased of its own accord. And whenever she wove a piece of cloth or carpet or had made a shirt, she had once found a buyer who paid her well for it, so that she was in want of nothing, and even had something to share with others. About this time, the son of the king was traveling about the country looking for a bride. He was not to choose a poor girl and did not want to have a rich one. So he said, she shall be my wife, who is the poorest, and at the same time, the richest. 
When he came to the village where the maiden lived, he asked, as he did whenever he went, who was the richest and also the poorest girl in the place? They first named the richest. The poorest, they said, was the girl who lived in a small house quite at the end of the village. The rich girl was sitting in all her splendor before the door of her house. And when the prince approached her, she got up, went to meet him, and made a low curtsy. He looked at her, said nothing, and rode on. When he came to the house of the poor girl, she was not standing at the door, but sitting in her little room. He stopped his horse and saw, through the window on which the bright sun was shining, the girl sitting at her spinning wheel, busily spinning. She looked up, and when she saw that the prince was gazing in, blushed all over her face let her eyes fall, and went on spinning. I do not know whether, just at that moment, the thread was quite even, but she went on spinning until the king's son had ridden away again. Then she stepped to the window, opened it, and said, It is so warm in this room but she still looked after him as long as she could see the white feathers in his hat. Then she sat down to work again in her own room and went on with her spinning. And a saying which the old woman had often repeated when she was sitting at her work came into her mind, and she said these words to herself. Spindle, my spindle, haste, haste thee away. Here to my house, bring the wooer, I pray. And what do you think happened? The spindle sprang out of her hand in an instant and out of the door. And when, in her astonishment, she got up and looked after it, she saw that it was dancing out merrily in the open country and drawing a shining golden thread after it. Before long, it had entirely vanished from her sight. As she now had no spindle, the girl took the weaver's shuttle in her hand, sat down to her loom, and began to weave. The spindle, however, danced continually onward, and just as the thread came to an end, it reached the prince. What do I see? he cried. The spindle certainly wants to show me the way. He turned his horse around 
and rode back with the golden thread. The girl was, however, sitting at her work, saying, Shuttle, my shuttle, weave well this day, and guide the wooer to me, I pray. Immediately the shuttle sprang out of her hand and out by the door. Before the threshold, however, it began to weave a carpet which was more beautiful than the eyes of man had ever yet seen. Lilies and roses blossomed on both sides of it, and on a golden ground in the center, green branches ascended, under which bounded hares and rabbits. Deer stretched their heads in between them, Brightly colored birds were sitting in the branches above. They lacked nothing but the gift of song. The shuttle leapt here and there, and everything seemed to grow of its own accord. As the shuttle had run away, the girl now sat down to sew. She held the needle in her hand and said, Needle, my needle, sharp-pointed and fine, prepare for a wooer this house of mine. Then the needle leapt out of her fingers and flew everywhere about the room as quick as lightning. It was just as if invisible spirits were working. They covered tables and benches with green cloth in an instant, and the chairs with velvet, and hung the windows with silken curtains. Hardly had the needle put in the last stitch then the maiden saw through the window the white feathers of the prince, whom the spindle had brought there by the golden thread. He got off his horse, stepped over the carpet into the house, and when he entered the room, there stood the maiden in her poor garments, but she shone out from them like a rose surrounded by leaves. You are the poorest and also the richest, said he to her. Come with me, you shall be my bride. She did not speak, but she gave him her hand. Then he kissed it and led her forth, lifted her onto his horse, and took her to the royal castle, where a wonderful wedding was held with great rejoicing. The spindle, shuttle, and needle were preserved in a treasure room and held 
in great honor. <laughs>